Because so yeah so no because what I was what I'm saying was like earlier today I saw um, Jared Goff had a media session right mm. and they were asking him about the the Lions draft and they were like you know yeah so you know obviously the Lions didn't didn't go with the quarterback this year and during the, during the draft he's like and they asked they specifically outright asked him did anybody from the team reach out to you you know about the draft plan you know about the plans of the draft or anything like that and he said. He said, yes, you know, he was like, yeah, before the draft, you know, coach Dan Campbell and um, and um, Holmes, Brad Holmes, you know, the GM, you know, reached out. We had a conversation and they told me, you know, which direction they were going. He was like, and that really felt good because, you know, from his perspective, it felt like, you know, he got that vote of confidence from the organization that, you know, at the very least for this year, like they were committed to me as the quarterback and so on and so forth. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that I'm saying that it sounds like Aaron Rodgers didn't get from, you know, from, you know, the, the GM, from the GM of the Packers, like no assurance that, hey, we're not going to draft the guy who's coming behind you in the first round of this draft. Like, that's not going to happen. You know, My we're question. going to try to make the team better. We're going to try to make the team good around you to try to do Like, he didn't, they didn't have a conversation with him. They just drafted the guy. And Aaron Rodgers found out the same day that you and I did same. that Jordan Love was the quarterback. Like, like Jordan Love was the, was, the, was the selection. that they were, And they were, they were trading up into the draft to get Jordan Love. It wasn't even like, they just sat there. He was just sitting around, and they were like, cool. "No, they traded up. They wanted him oh, yeah. badly." Yeah, they traded up. They traded up yeah, to they that. Up for him. So yeah, they traded up for him, and I and didn't, didn't tell them. I was like, that year because Minnesota did. So I thought they no were in a bad draft position. I thought they were like picking like fourteenth, and he just happened to fall to them. It no, remember, remember, they went to the NFC Championship. They've gone to the NFC Championship two years in a row. Yeah, they lost. They had that the year before. They lost. They lost to San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. They lost in San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. San Francisco, actually, Green Bay actually had the lead. Yeah, and they blew it again because of the defense. Yeah, so they had like the twenty eighth pick. They trade. They traded up to twenty five and took Jordan Love, and did not tell. And did not tell. You know, the the quarterback of their team. He's lost like, he's lost like five NFC title games, right? He. He lost to Atlanta, he lost to San Francisco, and he lost to Tampa this year. And Seattle. Did he lose to Seattle? Seattle? The year that Seattle the, won. Okay, the Super Bowl so four, yeah. Time. I wonder yeah. if anything wow. is, is just a rookie GM mistake no. that he can never, you know, that's, that's but he kind of screwed up. That's intentional. Listen, if you're going to replace him, that's fine, right? It's okay to move on from somebody. The GM might be just thinking. But hold on, you're telling me that the Atlanta Falcons didn't have to move their pick at all, could have had Justin Fields, and were like, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to replace Matt Ryan. They would have took Trey Lance, though. <laughs> Wait, we're not going to move on from a 36-year-old quarterback, <clears throat> soon-to-be 36-year-old quarterback, who's never, who's been an MVP four years ago when he was in his prime, he was on the tail end of his career, and we're talking about trading Julio Jones for cap reasons. I bet you did, this year not really his last year. But I, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't, that's the thing. Is, and that's why I was saying to you and we were talking, we were chatting. I was like, I don't care what the team decides to do. 
right. the team decides to, if, if if Atlanta decided to draft trade to draft Justin Fields, cool. But it would be nice if you told your 12-year veteran quarterback who, you know, who's got an MVP with you, who's took your team to the Super Bowl. It'd be nice to let them know. Hey, look, <laughs> I know you I, I know you like that Kyle Pitts kid, but um we really need to trade. We need to really we really need to think about our future. We're gonna draft Justin Fields. And we're not, you know, we're not starting over you, but we're drafting this future kid, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, I mean, you know, if you have a good relationship with your organization, they do stuff like that. It's just like, you know, any job, you know. Same thing happened to let, ben let, let a, let a, They didn't tell Ben a bit when they drafted, what's the name? Who? who they draft? Mason Rudolph? Yeah, that Mason Rudolph kid. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger did. He didn't even pissed. Mason ben Rudolph was a second round draft pick, man. But still, Ben Roethlisberger was pissed. He wanted someone like you say, "Help us now" type of shit. He's like looking for a wide receiver or some shit. Uh, and and, and yeah, you know what? Drafted one. But you know what? I I completely Last agree with season, that. They drafted one, and it worked out. I I completely agree with that. If Ben Roethlisberger is pissed off, that he has all rights to be. That's what I'm saying. He as the quarterback of your team, as the leader of this team, as the as the sole person responsible for. You know where this team with, with the, the direction of this 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 offense you know at the very least you should you, you should be consulted i don't think you need to be part of the decision making but at the very least you should not be finding out the same day as the as the, as the fans do like there's no there's no reason <laughs> it's like we're in the like, what's gonna happen oh like, shit, yo, love. there is no Unless, unless something like unless something dramatic happens, like for instance, like San Francisco, right? When they found out that Aaron Rodgers was available, and they traded the number three draft pick to get like like if they were sitting if they were if, if Green Bay was sitting there, and they were sitting at twenty eight, and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna draft you know DeAndre Swift, right? Like that's gonna be our pick. We already know it. If he lands to us, cool. We're gonna draft him, right? And then." Some by some freaking crazy ass reason, you know, uh, the pick just drops in their lap where somebody they really, really wanted, they never expected to be there, just drops there. And you pick that guy. And you told you told Aaron Rodgers that you were gonna take DeAndre, you know, DeAndre Swift. Like yeah, I had a conversation. He was like, Yo, we're gonna draft this kid, the running back from out of Georgia. This is the kid we want. Right. Okay. And so he goes into the night. He's like, he's sitting, he's sitting himself, he's drinking his wine, he's having a good time, boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, some shit happens, and the Kansas City Chiefs make Patrick Mahomes available for the twenty for the twenty eighth pick of the draft. <laughs> like, dude, okay, like they don't understand it. Like, all right, you know what? They didn't tell me about that one, but that makes sense. Wow, Jordan Love, come on, homie, you ain't even tell me like y'all was y'all was even. He dude wasn't even on my radar, <laughs> you know. Makes me, but this makes me wonder how are these other teams that's drafted quarterbacks, especially this year, did they tell their quarterbacks? Did, does Cam Newton know that Bill Belichick decided to, you know, draft on, was it, Mac Jones? Yes. And I beat, let me look at this. Andy Dalton knew the Bears were taking Justin Fields. Think about that. Andy Dalton's on a one-year contract, and the Bears were like, we're going to draft him. He's going to sit behind you. Andy Dalton knew. You're telling me. The Bears signed a guy who's going on a one-year deal, and you're not telling Aaron Rodgers, who has two more years of guaranteed money, that, you know, oh, yeah, by the way, we're drafting a quarterback in the first round. We're not getting you any more help. This goes back to my other thing is that I really think that the organization thinks that Aaron Rodgers is a dick and they're like, fuck you. We're not telling you nothing. 
I really think that's what it is. I really think that's what it is. And and if and if that's how they feel about Aaron Rodgers, the person, perfectly fine. But Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, the employee of your organization, don't do that. Just don't do that because that's exactly the way that that's exactly what you're going to get. You you know if you have if you know there's a guy in your team or on your on your team or in your crew that's a monumental asshole, then you know how, what to do, what not to do to tick him off. Because you know because that's the guy. That's the guy you know will will, will talk. Will you know? Will cause some kind of some kind of crap in your organization. So, how about we just not do anything? Like he's the best player on our team, and he's an absolute dick. Like so, maybe we don't piss that guy off because we kind of need him, right? They still fucking with him because I heard that he, you know he was praising the receiver. Next day they cut the receiver. Yeah, Kumaro. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kumaro. They, he was like he wow. praised the receiver on like how. Like the guy's growth and how well he's done, and boom, boom, and then, and then like twenty four hours later, the Packers cut him. <laughs> Fuck this you! Know you your friends are gonna be here. Just think you know, about it. it. Think about it like this. Well, my whole thing is, you said Aaron Rodgers has leverage, and I'm like, his only leverage is if he's willing to quit. Right. You know I mean? Which that's, is that's which not, to me is not really leverage. That's an extreme measure. It's 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 leverage in the sense that the team is not prepared for Aaron Rodgers to not be their quarterback. They're not. They're not. Jordan Jordan Love, let's get Jordan Love out here. If we fail, we fail. You're telling me someone offered you the third overall pick in this year's draft, and you were like, nah, we're good. For a guy who doesn't want to be there, who if you moved him, you could do so much with that salary, and you're like, nah, we're good. Exactly. Exactly. Third. It wasn't just one pick. It was this year's pick, next year's pick, and like a couple of seconds on Thursday, they were like, "Nah, we'd rather have him be disgruntled and maybe win nine games or eleven games and lose exactly. again." Exactly. Exactly. What, what, what was the motivation here? I would have taken the heartbeat and dropped to Kyle Pitts instead. The motivation isn't to win a Super Bowl, and the motivation isn't to like. I don't understand what their motivation is because if you're the GM, the goal is to win games. So they're not going to win games for the future because they're not putting talent around Jordan Love. They're not just like the draft and offensive linemen. And the, and, the, and the motivation isn't to win now. They have no strategy. They don't have a long-term or short-term strategy. That's why I think it's weird. Yeah, I was like, you got, you're in the first round. The first round of this draft, you've got, you know, first-round level receivers, and you pick, like, the sixth cornerback. Like, like that's who you draft. You draft, like, the sixth cornerback on everybody's board. Wait, what? Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore was there. Elijah mm-hmm. Moore was ready, was, was available for the picking. It would be like if the Bears traded up and drafted Jalen Waddle instead of Yo, yeah, they got Eric Stokes like, in the first round. Why? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird that they got him. And yeah, you're right. Elijah Moore was right there. They could have got him, but nope. Let him fall to the Jets. Whatever. They were like, oh yeah, let's keep on losing. We only need one receiver, right? Everybody else and just kind of fill in. They want to draft Amari Rodgers in the um, third round. In the third round, yeah. And I, I love how um, KJ was like, hey, they got Devin Funches. So they got this. I was like, dude, Devin Funches? <laughs> I was like, they got, like, they got you know, Equinemius St. Brown and Devin Funches and all of these guys. I was like, dude. I was like, dude, look, come on, come on. I mean, Devontae Adams is nice. But – Everything that those other guys are is Aaron Rodgers is doing. Like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is making those guys good. Yeah. Those guys weren't great without him, and they won't be great when he leaves. Yeah, when he leaves, they're gonna become um, like, <clears throat> quite grocery packers, and you know, 
Undrafted free like, agent. It's going to become the grocery <laughs> Packers. It won't be the Green Bay yes. Packers. The grocery Yeah, Packers. grocery Packers. Like that. So I was just like, that's why I was like, I was laughing at him because he was like, you know, you know, you should just come back and play. I was like, yeah, sure. He should come back and play. I am not saying that Aaron Rodgers should not come back and How play. How much money is he giving up if he doesn't come back? Is it like $28 million? It's like 30 something. 30. Because he got most of the money in a salary. Like, yeah, 11 million is guaranteed. Bonus, right? Yeah. So he's only giving million. up $11 million. Yeah. I say only. Like, that's not a lot of money, but like. Dude, I wish I could only give up $11 million. Give me him. $58 million two years ago when I signed this contract. Well, then $11 million doesn't seem like a lot, but I don't know. Right? Yeah, to, to him, right. $50 million. So it's like, well, do I want to get hit? I'm 37 years old. He's getting married. Yeah. But if, but that's the other, but that's the other thing is like, if Aaron Rodgers decides not to play for a year, there's other ways he can make money. Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's not, host Jeopardy. you know, it's, talk. yeah, it's not, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that it's not like he's going to, he's going to stay at home and be broke. Like, like, nah. I'm just, so sleep on commercials too. <laughs> he, he's, he's good. You know, money is not going to be a problem, you know. If he don't want to be there, he just don't got to be there. I like how they're trying you know? to paint him now as this bad guy and this disgruntled person. And it's like, it's funny. It was all good until he wanted off the team. And it's like, they have no plans. Like, you should have. I mean, the mustache doesn't help. So, you know, it's easy to paint him as a bad guy. <laughs> he looks like a villain. <laughs> he looks like a villain. He looks like one of those old 60s villains and stuff like that. They have the music in the background and stuff. Well, listen, as a, as a big fan myself, I love it. I'm 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 enjoying this because it's just dysfunction and this can't end well for them. This can't. Oh, that's why I put it oh. like that. Mean. That's why I put it like that. Mean like yeah, fuck the Packers. They all. I'm I'm all for it. Make <laughs> a pound sand for all I care. I don't give a shit. Like it's not. I, I want this. I mean, like, if you told me that this was okay, I would prefer if like the Lions actually were good enough to just take them down. But if this is the way that the Packers crumble. I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. I'm, I'm good with it. So, so y'all feeling the love that I felt last year when you know when Brady finally left? Yeah, but <laughs> I, the I get a little bit taste of that. But the difference is the Bears have a hope for the future because we finally got a real quarterback, right? So like, it doesn't solve all the problems. But like, you're telling me you actually took a talented QB who was a five star recruit. So now we may actually be up to hold on to some people, and maybe drafting him will convince. Um, our star wide receiver to stick around for a little bit while, so Robinson won't, you know, be trying to jump shit. I think, I think Robinson already knew in advance that this is what the Bears was going to do. That's the oh, reason no. why he he resigned. They franchise tagged him. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he still signed though. He signed he the did. franchise tag because he wanted nineteen million dollars. Yeah, but he was using crying about you know trade me or anything like that. Because he mean because I think he realizes if he if he as long as he's healthy at the end of this year. He'll stand to get like a forty. He'll stand to get like a twenty million dollar a year Odell Beckham kind of deal. Also, what's the name? Like you no, know, in that sexual um, thing. So he, he, I think he wanted to team up with Watson or whatever. But Watson's kind of locked up right now. Almost literally, yeah. Yeah, almost literally, because he ain't gonna be playing in the NFL this year. He's gonna have to catch a suspension, but like something's gonna happen with that. But who knows? It looks like they're trying to sweep that under the rug right now. Well, that yeah, I mean. Listen, well, they drafted. They drafted a quarterback too. Yeah, but not a very good one. Like if that guy has to play right away. <clears throat> was, it, was it? Was it Trask? I think it was Trask. Yeah, but Trask. Kyle Trask. Yeah, he's a project. No, no, no. I thought Trask. I thought I thought Trask was Tampa Bay. I'm sorry, Trask. No, yeah, Trask is Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. 
Who was that guy? Yeah. Was it Davis Mills? Davis Mills or Kellen Mond or? It was Davis Mills. Kellen Mond went to, um, I want to say Washington. Let me see. One second. But y'all were watching the draft a little bit more intently than I was. I was just waiting for the Bears pick and then basically heckling y'all while y'all picks came up. As usual. Yeah, it was Davis Mills. They drafted no, him in the third round. Yeah. And they had a horrible draft. Davis Mills, Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan, Garrett Wallow. Did you say Reverend Jordan? Someone no, no, Brevin. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not Reverend. He's a tight end out of Miami. Okay. Roy Man. Lopez was the last had a pick. Lot of talent. They just didn't have a good quarterback. Ah, let me not say that. De'Ara King is good, but it's just he's 5'11 and like 210. So he's not going to play QB in the NFL. It's kind of screwed up that Miami just, you know, you quite finessed them, used that pick, finessed everybody else, and picked up all those things. Mm, I wouldn't say finessed them. They, they built their team, man. They, would, they did finesse them because Houston had their original fourth pick. Houston could have actually got a quarterback this year. To replace what's the name? Houston doesn't need a quarterback, and they don't need to replace him. They need to have him put the they do now. get his act together, do the six game suspension, and come back and be normal and win some games. Yeah, they got a. Yeah, now he has no choice to come to, but to come back. Their problem was is that they were overpaying JJ Watt, so they couldn't even trade him. They had to cut him. That's the worst situation. Now I see why NFL teams don't want to give defensive players big contracts because you can never trade them during their prime. Mm-hmm. Like, um. The Bears did for Khalil Mack trading for him is kind of rare because no one's trying to give up that money to go and get Von Miller right now. If the right. Broncos ever want to move on from him, they're going to have to cut him. But the yeah. weird part is if the Patriots wanted to trade Tom Brady, they actually could have. And he was 41 years old, which is wild. Because quarterbacks have value. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks always have value in the somehow, trade market. Somehow, they always do. Way. Yes. I mean, look, as much as I shit on Jared Goff, he had value in the trade market. The only ones that don't like have the Lions, the Lions home. wanted him. The Lions clearly wanted him as a part of this deal. And well, they also and, got a couple you know, of first round picks. I mean, they got like, they got three picks for him. They actually, I just thought about it. You never know. The Bears might actually get, get, um, get to get rid of foes because the Jets do need a backup. If y'all take, yeah, that sounds like a Jet move to me. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and no. I don't mean that as a compliment. If Nick Foles gets on your team, watch Zach Wilson's going to get hurt. You know that. Just don't even, don't, don't even do that. <laughs> oh, he's like Fitzpatrick? Fitz, he is. He's the new Fitzpatrick. He's the new Fitzpatrick. He's going to play. Is, if he plays, he'll actually get your team to the playoffs. And that's going to be the worst part. That's going to be the worst part. Nick Foles doesn't just come in and take the job. Nick Foles comes in, takes the job, does well, and then makes every, and then has like the whole city has the whole city going, hmm, well, we should we keep do? this guy. <laughs> I mean, I know he's 37 years old, and he, but he did win that Super Bowl once. What do we do? Ah, shit. And this was the fan base that just had Teddy Bridgewater just for two preseason games, and it was crying that he was gone. Yeah. Nick, Nick Foles is – I didn't know this was – I didn't know Jeff Hostetler was a thing until Nick Foles. I was like, oh, this is a thing. This is a this is a – I can win a quarter – win a Super Bowl with a good team behind me and go get a good contract and – uh and shit on the rest of the league? Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. So. We get that done. Are we recording? We've been recording. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. Oh, okay, just making sure. But you know one thing I, I loved about the draft is how I have to put this out there, how Philadelphia stick it to the Giants. They made the Giants look like, you know, they was doing the wheeling and dealing, going back. They made them look good. But it's really because Philadelphia moved up and got Devontae Smith. And they kind of screwed the Giants over. Because you know the Giants wanted Devontae Smith. 
Did they really? Yeah, they really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was under their plans. I, th- I thought it was interesting that um <clears throat> that they got Devontae Smith because I think he's he's such a good route runner that, you know, he's gonna need a quarterback that really puts the ball on and has has good placement. I, I mean, I just don't see Jalen Hurts as being, you know, that accurate of a passer. So he's gonna have you know. this Jalen Hurts last year. He gonna he better figure it out because that's his co- the coach he has now is not the coach that drafted him. That's true. Yeah, you gotta do some big things. But they didn't draft another QB that's really gonna replace him or push him. They could just wait till next year. Oh, and just be terrible again. We're just gonna we're just gonna tank. That's what you well, they're, they're, that's that's what they're gonna look like. I think they're gonna tank. I think they well, I think they're gonna be bad. I'm not on purpose, but I think they're not gonna be very good. <laughs> <laughs> so they're unintentionally tanking. Yep. That's that's what you do in the NFL. So mm-hmm. you know, a, uh, well, no, the Miami Dolphins <clears throat> actively tanked. Remember when they traded away every quality player they had, and they lost like, and somehow Brian Flores still won three games. Yeah, they still won like three, like like three or five games, yeah, and, and, and got the and got the fifth and got the fifth pick that year. That was that was the whole thing. Like they, if they were really tanking, they would have got the number one pick. Cincinnati got the number one pick and got Burrow. Just too good. Like they they lost every yeah. game they possibly could. That's what I mean by unintentional, unintentional unintentionally tanking. Like. <laughs> Miami we was actively doing it, which is kind of rough. But. We put the bad teams out. We put bad players on the field. Y'all just found a way to win. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't really get it. <laughs> like, don't really get it. It was actually paying attention to good coaching. That's what happened. Because Jacksonville did the same thing. Remember, mm-hmm. ja- Jacksonville got rid of – they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of um, – who was the other guys they got rid of? They got rid of Fournette. They got rid of – you know, they got rid of Ngakwe. Like, they got rid of everybody. Yeah. And then came out and week one, everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the worst team in football. And then week one, they won their first game. Everybody was like, holy crap. Yeah, but then like, they lost the next But then they lost, they lost every game after that. But, that, but in, 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 pick against them every week. But in week one, it was like, after they won that game week one, everybody was like, what the F? Like, like <laughs> what the hell's going on? I guess they got a running back. And, and, it? and it's not even like they were bad offensively mm-hmm. but they, even though they were losing those games they were they were scoring 30 points and just getting beat you know they just couldn't defend anybody so they got good wide receivers Grad, Gardner Minshew isn't terrible he's just not like no he's just not, not good he's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's not, not good. good enough it's not good he's so he's a good backup it's magic he's a young fits magic but it is what it is all right moving on welcome to the sports gods pick show um we are going to be talking about the NBA playoffs and the next, the Nets, Knicks, Lakers, and all the real contenders like the Sixers and the Bucks. After the Bucks we, beat the Nets the other day, are we also going to talk about LeBron James crying? You know, after you know he was all, he was all good for that for the um the the um was it the the, the, the We're tournament about the Lakers? So yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, I want to hear <laughs> his little crying on on the thing here. Because he was, he was all for it before, the, you know, the play-in. They're all healthy, and it's the last, like, eight games of the season. The play-in is ridiculous because think about this. You want the Lakers in the play-in? You're, <laughs> no, you're no. Team. You really want to play the Lakers, and all I got to do is beat you once to get in. But see, that's that's their fault. They, they agreed to keep that stuff in there. They should have been took it out. Yeah, I know, but. It, it made a bunch of money for them in the bubble. So why are we going to get rid of something? It's like Major League Baseball with the wild card. Well, let's add another wild card. Let's play more games. Yeah, that's why the NFL added another season. I mean, another um, week. Another week. They're like, yeah. But are you really going to watch week 17 or week 18 of NFL football? Or are you going to be checked out? 
Oh, of course I'm going to be watching it. Yeah, a, lot a lot of people are going to a lot of people going to watch it. Unless you're a degenerate like me and you're actually gambling on these games. I no, you won't be watching this. I'm not going to be watching the Bears week 18 if they got a playoff spot. <laughs> I'm not going to be stressing like, "Oh, are they going to get a home game that I can't afford to go to?" Let's see. Let's let's figure this out. No. <laughs> hey, that um, might be the first game Fields play. Man. I mean, I always say for the NFL, it's better than watching. <clears throat> it's better than watching that fourth preseason game. Yes, I'd rather get that 17th regular season game than the fourth preseason game any day. You know, I'll, I'll take that. Me too. Um, but yeah, the the, the play. I I look, I understand where LeBron's coming from, but and, but to to end to to your point, in 2018, no, but in 2018, they asked him about it. So this was three years ago. Mm-hmm. They asked him about a play-in tournament, and he said it was. He said he 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 trashed on it. Then he said he, no, didn't make any sense. His statement in 2020, what that people, everybody's been highlighting, was specifically around the question. Was when they they asked him asked, what they asked him about was the fact that the league had shut down, and they like all and teams had like twenty something games left in the season, and so they asked him. You know what would his his thoughts on the playing tournament to, you know, to solidify those last four or five spots or two or three spots of in the <clears throat> in the playoffs, right? Given the situation that they were in with the league getting shut down, there were twenty something games left in the season, and there were like a bunch of teams that were within five to six games, and he was like, "Yeah, playing tournament that makes sense," but for okay. that specific environment, not okay, that- not long term. Okay, that makes that, that makes sense right there. Like you know, we didn't get to continue the season, right? So let's fight to get in. If we right. had continued season, there's no need for the playing tournament. Right, That's what saying. Right, and, and, everything right. And, is taken out of context. And exactly, and and he said it like literally a week or a week or two weeks after they went into the quarantine, like they shut down the season. So it wasn't even like he knew at the time. That the, that the NBA was planning on coming back. He was, they would just ask, it was like a, it was like a randomized question that people were asking, like, you know, what if the league comes back? How do you think we should, how do you think the league should handle, you know, the eighth, the seventh and eighth seed of the playoffs? Because, you know, New Orleans and, and Memphis and all of these teams were in the mix, but they didn't have the time to figure out the ending of it. And that's when he said, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think he wanted, he had no intentions of it being, because, that, because to me, there was nothing wrong with the NBA playoff structure as a, as a whole. Right. Like eight teams get in half the, half of the league gets into the playoffs. Right. Right. It's not even like over half of the league gets into the playoffs already. So there was nothing wrong with it that, you know, required this, like, you know, this, this immediate correction of this play in tournament. What, what, what the NBA did this for, was because at the end of the season, typically at the end of an NBA season, ratings go down because, you know, we already know who's, who's clinched a playoff spot. There's, you know, a handful of games left. And so they try to do this so they can drum up additional ratings. They can get people excited about games that typically, that usually don't matter. That's why, you know, the NBA created a Marvel game for Warriors, <laughs> for Warriors Pelicans, because they wanted people who, oh, you're a fan of, are you a fan of Marvel? Uh, MCU? Let's combine the MCU and Pelicans <laughs> Warriors because, because that <laughs> makes sense. Hey, right? It's like, yeah. Like, let's, let's like pair up. America. Yeah. Let's watch Steph Curry. I, 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 I heard that it was not even a black guy that has to be black on um, Black Panther. No, they they paired up dark skinned Mexican guy. Like, what, what did they do? 
so what they so what they did it was it was hilarious. What they did was they 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 paired up a hero, like so. Basically, what it was was um, Mar- the Marvel MCU was looking for a new hero, right? Mm-hmm. They needed a new hero, and each MCU person had their quote unquote champion. So they were represented by a player. So um, who was representing? So uh, Captain Marvel was was connected with Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oakland? No, oh, yeah, she's not. That. She's not. Yeah. But it was kind of like it was. It was. It was kind of like the their her from New Orleans, <clears throat> so he represented the Pelicans. Yeah. So the Falcon was um, with Zion. The Falcon was with Zion. Uh, well, Captain America, because remember, I'm Captain America, the Falcon is now Captain Black, America. Captain America. Yeah. yeah Black exactly. America. He was with Zion. Um, who was with somebody was with Lonzo. The, so the three players that were picked was. On Golden State side was Ant-Man Curry. Ant Man should be with Golden State, you know. I don't know. Ant Man was one of the, was one of the, was one of the characters. Doing this regionally, Ant Man <clears throat> from San Francisco. Don't yeah, I don't think they even thought about that part. That was that made it too was, much sense. Like they yeah, it's too much sense. It's too much. It's too much sense right there. All right, go ahead. It was. It was on on the Pelicans. I know the three players on the Pelicans that they picked was Zion was 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 Captain America. Uh, Brandon Ingram had, if I'm not mistaken, Black Widow. And um, Lonzo Ball had Iron Man, and then, and then um, on the Warrior side, it was Draymond. It was Steph Curry with Captain Marvel. Draymond was with. uh, Trying to remember, Hulk wasn't included in this one. In the end, Draymond wound up winning um, because each player got like a certain number of points for like you get a point for an assist, a point for a block, a point, you know, and it was like a point structure. And at the okay. end, Draymond was you know, Doctor Strange. Draymond was Doctor Strange. Yeah, that made sense. Yeah, I see. Um, Let me see here. Um, well, just to point this out. In the Black right Panther, Andrew Wiggins was Black Panther. Andrew Wiggins was Black Panther. That's right. Yeah. And wow. so we knew, we knew Black Panther wasn't winning. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Like, you gave me the worst warrior. Like, like, like you should have. Black Panther should have guys. See, Black Panther should have been all the black players on both teams. Like, <laughs> it should have been Wakanda forever. All the black players on the on the teams were represented by the Black Panther. It was like beat all of us. You know. That's hilarious. It's like so, Black Panther win. Exactly. As of tonight's game with the new standings, um, the Lakers are in sixth place. They have one less game that they've played than Portland, and they play Portland on Friday. So that game is going to determine who's in the play-in and who's not, basically, because the seventh team is Portland at 37-29 and and the Lakers at 37-28. and Now, what I find interesting is Denver don't really want to see either of those teams because I don't think Denver is beating the Lakers in a seven-game series, even with home court. And I don't think Portland, eh, Portland they might, but I don't think they're beating the Lakers. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't see that happen without Jamal Murray. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, and I, and I think I don't think the NBA wants the NBA did not create the play-in tournament for the Lakers to be in the play-in tournament because the NBA does not want the risk of, you know, LeBron James getting knocked out of the playoffs after a, a single game. Like super early. <laughs> like that that is not a good look for one point or whatever in the overtime. Yeah. If he if he rolls his ankle. Yeah. If he rolls his ankle, you know, randomly, 
you know, <laughs> you know, and, and misses the fourth quarter of a game and the Lakers lose and they get bumped out of playoffs. Now your champion is gone. Like that, first off, that never happens, right? Unless like there's a major injury to, to the team. Like the champion, the team that's the champion from the previous year typically is in the, in the, the conversation the next year, unless something huge happens where like, you know, a star player leaves or as a major injury or something like that. Right. So, you know, yeah. So the fact that the Lakers could potentially be knocked out of this thing, that's not good for the league. Like the league. If that <laughs> happens. You know, that player is going to be gone. That's you're not gonna, good for the league. You're going to on a rug like it never existed. That is so, so weird. That happens in the NFL all the time. Like people who right. almost never go back. But in the NBA, you almost at least always go back to the playoffs. Yeah. NBA, you need your stars. You need your stars, but the they I, they pointed this out like weeks ago. A lot of the you know people are blaming it on social justice and all this other stuff, but really people are saying the league is boring because they know who's going to win, which is completely not true because the Lakers are in sixth place right now, <laughs> and the Knicks are in fourth place in the East, and Philadelphia is still in first place. The Philadelphia the Sixers are two games ahead of the Nets. But the thing is, they think about this: Ben Simmons can't shoot. They they find a way to win. They won forty five games. So. But, but think about this though. If they didn't have that playing, you 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 go back to the same situation. Okay, Lakers gonna get back strong. Hey, they're gonna win. They most likely gonna win the West. Well, if there was no playing, the Lakers would still be a six seed or a seven yeah. seed and have to and have to play Denver. And and you would just know, like, okay, the Lakers are the dangerous seed. They have to play Denver. But the reality is, like, in order for them to get to Denver, they have to play this one game against you know. Portland or whomever, like I don't know who's ten right now. Tenth uh, is San Antonio. Yeah, Golden State is eight. Oh, let San Antonio win that. That'll be so fun. right. So they gotta play one game. They gotta play one game against the San Antonio Spurs. You know, Greg Popovich. You know, pulls a. You know, pulls pulls some kind of. Murray comes out and drops sixty five on them. You look. I, I'm not. Say, I, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just. I'm just saying it's dangerous. I'm. I'm saying you know what. If that game winds up happening, if it's if it's Lakers Spurs and it's the seven ten game, um, I promise you, Adam Silver will be watching that game. <laughs> he is not turning away from that game at all. He's watching every minute of that game because he needs the Spurs to not win that game. Well, well, one thing is for sure, you can definitely watch the refs because if there's any such thing as refs pulling out, you know, magic tricks behind their backs and you know unfair types of calls, you're going to see that in that game. See, people always say that, right? But then remember the tuck rule. Ain't going to be no tuck rule in the NBA. If he lose, he lose. If it comes down to whether or not they're going to call a foul on him on the very last shot, probably not. LeBron probably might do not. one of his famous flops and, you know, get hit by a little tiny five foot eight guy, fly, fly all the way to one side of the court to the other. But you a know, better also question give, is for both of points. With the Lakers being in the sixth spot, and even if they stay in the sixth spot and don't end up in the play-in, do y'all actually think they have a chance at winning the West? Do you yeah. think they can beat Utah, Phoenix, and Denver, and the LA Clippers who are all ahead of them? If healthy. Yeah. If, healthy, if, yeah. if, if, if they're fully healthy, I don't see a reason why they can't defeat. Really? Yeah, because they're not... Got a lot of faith in Bron. Okay. It's not even just faith in LeBron. It's like, this is a team that we watched, you know... Den Denver, Utah, like those teams that are in front of them, they're not demonstrably better than they were a year ago. You know, Utah. they've had a full they've had a full season to, but based on what metric? Like, are they? 
is 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 they're shooting is, their defensive rating is much better than it was last season so is their offensive is the, is adding to their offense a lot mike conley was on the team last year too but he's not he wasn't playing well that's kind of the point that's why they lost the first round okay and so as i'm saying i'm not saying that he, i'm not saying that utah is not better i'm saying that is is utah are you looking at utah utah what the nets have done right if there was a team like the nets in the west Okay. I would say, yeah, because like there's a team that got demonstrably better. They added a they added a piece that, again, went healthy. Yeah, you ain't yeah. messing with that, right? So I'd say, I think the betting I think the betting odds still favor the Lakers if healthy, because even though the Jazz got better, even though the Nuggets, even though uh, you know Jokic took a step forward and is now playing MVP level basketball, and even though you know even Phoenix, like even though Chris Paul has made Phoenix that much better, they still don't they still haven't done enough to assume that they can, that they can overtake what you already know the Lakers are when healthy. I got you. You know, yeah, you're taking that throne from the Lakers when they're healthy. So Utah, Phoenix, Denver, Clippers, we're still doubting all of them. Until yep. they beat them. Un- until, yeah, until they beat them, until they beat them. And, and, and until they beat them when they're fully, when they're fully locked yeah. in and fully healthy. To your point, if, if it stays seven, if it stays one to eight right now, Utah has to play Golden State in the first round. And, and nobody and, and nobody wants to see Steph Curry right now. I don't give a damn what you because <laughs> Steph Curry, Steph Curry can have 12 from three. Steph Curry can have four straight games where he drops 50 on you. It's not out of the realm of possibility. And he doesn't yeah. even have he doesn't even have to like it doesn't cost him a it's not like he's out there taxing a whole bunch of energy. That dude could just shoot him from three. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. This is that's not a team you want to be messing with. I'm really looking forward to these playoffs. So back to the East and our Knicks. Real talk, the Knicks look very likely to not have to go into the plan at all. People were hoping that, like, maybe they'll be seventh or eighth seed. It's looking real strong, like, Miami's going to stay below Boston. So it's Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, New York, one to four. Atlanta, Boston, Miami, and Charlotte, five to eight. Charlotte looks like they might get back because they just got Lonzo back. Indiana and Washington are, are holding on by a thread. Now, D.C., I think they could actually play themselves in. I think they could knock off Charlotte. I don't think they're going to knock off Miami. Miami is 35 and 31. Boston's 35 and 31. So whoever gets out of there is going to end up playing Milwaukee first. If the Knicks play Atlanta in the first round, I'm here for it because – I'm always tired of people from Atlanta talking about how New York is this and New York is that, but they don't ever win no games. So I want to see a Knicks Hawks series in the first round to get a whole new rivalry just going. You know, the East seems way more interesting than the West right now. Because we have no idea who's going to win this. Right. I think the Sixers, honestly, in my opinion, I think if Joel Embiid stays healthy and Simmons, like, they get it together and make this run in the playoffs, my money, not just because they're in first, but my money's on the Sixers because Brooklyn has no answer for him at center. Now I get it. Kevin, Kevin Durant can go off and drop, you know, 45 a game, but so can Joel Embiid. And then who's going to go, like, who's going to stop, you know, uh, why did I forget his name? Who's going to stop, um, you mean the Simmons? Australian, not the Simmons. Yes. <clears throat> who's going to stop Ben Simmons from just driving to the hole? Like they can guard Harden. Harden's going to end up passing all the whole time if Durant is there. And that works for them. Their offense is going to be amazing, but their defense is going to be trash. They're going to lose in a playoff game like 155 to 150. 
Like, we'll see that. It could possibly happen. It's really going to come down to Milwaukee and, and the Sixers. And if the Knicks make it to the second or third, the Knicks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Who knows? New York City is – people are going to be partying in the streets without their masks on. So how deep do you think the Knicks can go? I think sec- I think I think I think realistically second round is I think second round is very realistic. I think they I lose think. in the conference finals. I think it's Sixers Brooklyn in the conference finals. You think do you think so you think the Knicks think the Knicks lose in the second round in the semis? Knicks lose in the semis to they're going to lose to Philadelphia. To Philly, they right. They're going to lose to yeah. Philly. Yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's a realistic if they stay where they are right now, I think it's a real I think it's realistic that they can defeat you know, the Hawks in a seven-game series. I think it would be a really difficult series. The Hawks have played them well so far. And, you know, the last few times that they did play against each other, with the exception of the last game when Trey Young got hurt, those games were, you know, were close all the way Good through. To watch, so, you know, I feel like and, – and it's, and it's strength versus strength, right? The Hawks are a very good offensive team, horrible defensively, and the Knicks are extremely good defensively and have, you know, bouts of inconsistency on the offensive side of the, of the game. So it's, it's going to be – it will be an interesting matchup. But I can see the Knicks winning that, especially if they have home court. And, and you know, thank God the Garden will be at 30%. Um, <clears throat> which I did not realize. I didn't realize. It was just something, something to note, something for you guys, for the, for your, for the listeners. Yeah. The Garden has been, up until, um, I believe, at 30% capacity. It's, it was like it's, 10% up until like, it, was, it was five. It was five. It was five. New York, City was, New York City was only allowing 5% of capacity in the Garden. And if you guys listen to, if you, if you watch the games, wow. You could hear the the, the 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 MSG fans. I thought they were I thought they were there were you know eight thousand people in that thing. If there were only twenty five hundred people in the garden, after that was five percent capacity, and I could still hear the the NYF. It's not like it's not like five percent of fans in MSG is better than twenty percent of fans in a lot of other lot of other a lot of other arenas. So now if you're allowing fans in Charlotte, yeah, now they're even manufactured noise either. Right. It's not even their manufactured noise. No. These teams use. Nick fans are making noise in there. And I didn't, I, I, I assumed it was much higher. So now the Knicks, you know, New York is going to 30%, which is going to be, which I, I think it's what, 30% of 18,000. So what, I don't know what that number looks like, but it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty significant if they're 6, able to 000. get that home field, you know, With that home court advantage. 6,000 fans. Yeah. 6,000 screaming New Yorkers who haven't seen, who, haven't had much to cheer about in a long time. But just think about going from last year to this, and we didn't even expect this. So this is like, you know, huh. icing on the cake right now. I'll definitely yeah. take that, that first-round victory or even a couple of games winning. MSG is going to be louder for that first-round series than Barclays Arena will be for the Eastern Conference Finals. I promise <laughs> you that. Yeah, that's gonna I promise be- you that. The guard is going to actually sound like a playoff, playoff uh, old '90s playoff game. First round series, yeah. Knicks Hawks will sound will will sound much. We'll have much more sound in that than Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals between <laughs> Brooklyn and Philly. I, 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 I promise you. I promise you. Oh man! Well, this is one thing I want to see happen. I want to see the Wizards. I want to see the Bullets claw themselves from tenth place to eighth place. Nothing against the Charlotte Hornets. Nothing against Michael Jordan. I just don't want to see them in the playoffs. I want to see Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal having to play the Sixers in the playoffs. 
And I really want to see Brooklyn have to play Miami in the first round. I'm going to love that. I want yeah. Miami to finish seventh because Brooklyn, Miami in the first round, this is what we need. Because we know y'all don't like each other, and we know there's going to be a good series. And, and, I, and I'm convinced that Miami does not have a problem hurting James Harden. Like, like I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm convinced that if the – slide the foot if, out of the foot of the ankle. I'm convinced that Eric Spolstra will do anything to win. Like, it's, it's in his game plan. Eric Spolstra is a Pat Riley disciple, and it, it, it'll be written up in the game plan. So, yeah, so we're, we're pretty much going to take out one of these guys, right? This is, you know. We'll pull out the 80s playbook. <laughs> you can pull out the old 80s playbook when those things was legal. Yeah, like, like instead, of, instead of pulling up the, you know, the, you know that, that, that clipboard where they, where they draw the plays, mm-hmm. all, they have, all, they have is me, all they have is medical, medical sheets of Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie's knee, Katie, <laughs> Katie's hamstring, <laughs> and uh, what's his name, his quad. Well, you know, and it was like, all right, so this is how you target this. If they face him in the first round of the playoffs, they're winning all their home games. Because Harden's going to be tired from partying all night down in them clubs in Miami. He ain't making it out till daybreak. He ain't making it back <laughs> till like five, six a.m. Because we know how he is when he gets, you know, when he gets in a party city. Yeah, so that can stretch, that can stretch the, the full all all the games. We I'm played all saying. the games with that one in that series. Yeah, and I know what recently happened to some NBA players when they. I think that was in Houston when they got attacked, or was it in Miami when they got it going out? Um. But like, I thought that was Houston. Yeah, be, be safe yeah. out there, y'all. But like, he will be partying in Miami when he goes. Like, it's just, it's just what happens. It's just yeah, what Miami's happens. a party city. Sure yeah, is. Hope it all over them. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm. I gotta be honest. I'm really hyped for these NBA playoffs. Like, I haven't been watching a lot of games recently because they've been coming on later. I've been watching the Knicks games on League Pass. I've been using some of these password, and I've been watching even the Celtics games because they've been really good lately. Like, um, Tatum is hooping. He's he's actually making me want to watch some of these games. The rest of the team, I'm not so high on, but but Tatum is Tatum is balling. <laughs> he really is. All right, moving on. Do y'all have any other NBA stuff or NFL? I'm sorry. Do y'all have any other NFL stuff y'all want to talk about with the draft? Like any predictions? Super super early predictions about uh, who's going to be getting into the playoffs or who your favorite team you're going to be looking forward to watch outside of your actual favorite team. Hey. Yeah, actually, you know, Miami, even though I hate Miami, I'm still like, I still like to watch them for some reason. Brian Flores has been my favorite coach since he became the coach of Miami. And I can't wait to still watch him again. And another team is on, let me see. I actually want to see your Bears. I want to see how long it takes to see Fields get, actually get on the field or whatever like that. I, of course, they did post some, um, some stuff of him actually going to the Bears facility and working out and stuff like that. Um, did y'all even hear about this thing? Too? Let me see if I could pull it up. Um, it was about an offensive lineman that was basically trying to work out or whatever. Oh, yeah. By himself. And he got hurt or whatever. And then he tried to take away, like, I think it was like $20 million or whatever of his signing million. bonus. $10 million guaranteed. No, nah, it's $20 million. What was he what was doing? 20? What was he doing in the workout? He was he basically working out at home on his own. I don't know what he did, but the thing is that he was working out on his own. The team, I'm guessing his contract wants him to be in the team facility area to work out. It was on Broncos <laughs> offensive tackle. Um, what's his name? Um, Jawan James. Yeah, I read about that. So I was actually talking about that with my wife because she's an attorney, and she was like telling me it's all transactional. These players know what the deal is. 
yada, yada, yada. And I was like, that's gold. And that's not going to endear them. He's like, endear them. They know what they signed up for. These dudes don't know. But it's really just the NFL flexing on the NFL PA. And it's kind of sad because it's letting them know, like, oh, if so, it's encu- I, I said it's, it's going to encourage guys to show up out of shape. Mm-hmm. I can risk getting hurt working out, trying to get in shape for the season because I'm not at the team facility. Well, now, if I don't show up hurt and I'm just out of shape, well, then, hey, we might have a bad season, but at least I'm going to get paid if I get hurt during the game. Yeah, and a lot of players are like that, too. They like to work out on their own. Well, it's workers' comp, right? So, you know, if I get hurt on the job, it's okay. But yeah. if I get hurt doing the same thing, I get hurt playing a game of pickup, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a neighbor's parking lot. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get paid. So I get it. I, I, I mean, I do get it from that standpoint. But uh, I mean, dude, if he can, a man can't lift weights in his house, <laughs> just not just, just, just on his own. Like his Achilles, too. terrible injury. He tore his Achilles at home while working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think he was at like a different gym or whatever, but he just wasn't at the Denver Broncos facility, and he tore his Achilles. Oh. Yeah. They didn't say where he was, but he was like he was doing football workouts. He just wasn't with the team because nobody's oh, showing dude. up the nflpa is telling them not to go right until that. i think i forgot what it has to do with maybe it's like the cba or something else but like they're telling the players union is like don't go in if these yeah. workouts are really voluntary then you voluntarily don't show up okay mm-hmm. so i know what's done is done but juan james if you're listening to this or any 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 nfl player if you're listening to this i have i have word of advice for you if you find yourself in a very similar situation Lie. <laughs> lie. 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 Oh my God. You slipped coming out of your closet, come, come, you're coming down the stairs in your home, and you tore your Achilles. I don't care how it happened. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in Juwan James' situation. Learn from Juwan James. Juwan James is an example of a man who probably told the truth and is getting dinged because of it. So if you get injured working out at home when you're not supposed to, just lie. Say it was, say, say, just say whatever you possibly can. Lie to the team. And if they find out years later that you actually were, were working out at home, you know what? I can't help you anymore. <laughs> just lie your butt off. It'll help you. So yeah, that's my, my, that's my, that's my PSA. My advice to any NFL players listening, just show up hurt and then just get in your first practice, get in your stance, and then just drop down and grab your ankle or whatever's hurt. Just do what you got to do. So don't, so, so, so don't, so so don't get surgery. It's like showing up to work work sick. You need me to not take any sick days? I'll be here (laughs) sick. But so all y'all be sick real soon. So we'll all be taking sick days. So if he if so so basically you're saying if Juwan James tears his Achilles in in May, mm-hmm. don't get surgery. Show up to camp in July, <laughs> and limp your way onto the field, and then go pop. Oh God! I don't know if ten million dollars means as much to you as it does to me, but yeah, I'm gonna show up. Well, my yeah, since you guys handing out advices and stuff. My advice is just show your fat ass up and then work out over there. <sighs> <laughs> don't even bother. You know, just stay home, just chill or whatever. So it's time you have to show up. Might be cut later, but whatever. I got injured at a family barbecue. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Can nobody ever prove you wasn't there? You fat, you big, you fat. Everybody know you was at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue was about to fall on the floor. The barbecue. Oh, my God. 
I, I, I got hurt at a family barbecue. I slipped over the that's barbecue, it. you know. That's I, it. I slipped on a BBQ and the thing, the the, 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 all that shit, you know, slip and bust my ass. Call me. I'll give you a story. <laughs> I got stories up there. I got stories up the wazoo. I got lies that I can't even tell. Oh, so they'd be everybody... like, what's the name for, for Marvel, whatever, and Ant-Man coming on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got lies. I got lies on top of lies. I, I, I can't use them myself, but I can gladly give them out to you guys. No problem. I'll consult you Beautiful. on the lie to tell your team. That's great advice. I love it. Oh, uh, before, before we move on, another team I want to see is the Giants because what's the name? Danny Dimes is going to be in the same position as Donald this year. Let's see how he handles it. Oh, yeah. I really I – was, I was just about to get to mine, but oh, thank you. I, I want to see – I want to see the evolution of Dave Gettleman just doubling down on continual bad decisions. Um, <laughs> I want to see Saquon Barkley stay healthy so they don't have any excuses while Saquon's hurt. No, I want to see a healthy Giants team with this superstar QB that they identified that no one else did. And uh, I want to see how that works out for them. I really do. I want to see the Pittsburgh Steelers also play because I want to see how this is going to go because their division – is now the toughest in the league because there's no more sorry teams. The Cleveland Browns are no longer trash. They beat them in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Baltimore Ravens won a playoff game. They had two teams in one division win a playoff game. Uh, they didn't Cincinnati's going to be dangerous. title, but Cleveland almost did. And Cincinnati's not going to be awful neither because they actually have some wide receivers. They won't be able to stop anybody on defense. <laughs> I mean, making a lot of tackles, but they'll be putting up a lot of points. So I really want to see what Pittsburgh does. So that'll be interesting. Shout out to all the Pittsburgh fans out there. Um, Ant, you're wearing their hat. I want to see what happens with the Jets. <laughs> I, 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 and and oh, I, and I, I said this. I said this before. I well, you know, obviously for Matt Stafford stuff, I'm going to be watching the Rams. Uh, so for me, aside from the Lions, Rams, Saints, um, just because I'm following, I follow those three teams. Well, I follow Matt Stafford, and I follow the other two teams religiously. Um, I said before the draft that I didn't understand why Zach Wilson was the number two pick, how he, how he vaulted Justin Fields and Trey Lance, less, less, less Trey Lance, but more Justin Fields, um, in the, in the rankings over the course of the season. And I want to see what the Jets saw. Like I expect, and and the, and the other reason why, and, and you could say, you know, the other reason why is they chose Zach Wilson over Sam Darnold, which means that mm-hmm. the expectation at the very least, he should be better than Sam Darnold year one. But it's going to be they chose, they, they chose him. No, but think about it. They chose him. They chose Zach Wilson over, they chose Zach Wilson and everything else that they got over Sam Darnold, Kyle Pitts, because but, the Jets could have had Sam Darnold. And you know, Kyle, that's why we wanted. Actually, you, want, you know I want to pitch. Yeah. They could have had Sam Donald as their quarterback, Kyle Pitts, and still traded for Vera Tucker and still found a way to trade for Vera Tucker because it's not like they gave up anything, you know, with respect to that pick to get Vera Tucker, right? So they still could have gotten Elijah Vera Tucker. They probably still could have gotten Elijah Moore. So the draft could have gone exactly the same had they selected, had they elected to stay with um, Sam Donald and draft Kyle Pitts, number two. But so, one thing a lot of people was putting out there, are you going to judge um, Zach Wilson versus Sam Donald year four? Or are you going to 
Judge no. Wilson versus no. Sam Donald's rookie season. I no, and, yes, and, and I that's judge things unfairly. Right. And that's but that that's and that's why it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I am interested in seeing what Carolina does with Sam Donald. Like I'm not but I'm not gonna compare Sam Donald and Carolina to Zach Wilson in New York. What I'm Zach saying is what I, yeah, what I'm saying is Zach Wilson, whatever you thought Sam Darnold could be, you mm-hmm. expect Zach Wilson to be better. And Zach Wilson needs to be better. I don't, I don't, I don't say his record, statistics, anything. He has to look better than Sam Darnold did out the gate. You have to be able to look at him as a Jet fan. You have to be able to look at him and say, we made the right decision because what we could have had was Sam Darnold, Kyle Pitts, and the rest, of the, the rest of that draft class that we got. What we got is Zach Wilson, no Kyle Pitts, you know, still with the same, you know, uh, relative, you know, uh, weapons around him, same, same relative weaponry, and we got to see what happens. And the thing is that I kind of do trust the Jets on this a little bit, and the only reason is because it was Robert Salah, his staff, and Joe Douglas literally took months evaluating everybody. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and let's see where you are in six months. <laughs> One thing is that... Let's see what your like, position is in six months. That's all. I don't like to give out nicknames, so I'm not going to give out no, no nicknames to him. I've seen a lot of Jets fans doing that stuff. They're oh. getting the dumbest nicknames in the world. But if, if we had to put you it with like, anime or whatever, you would definitely be the, the copy. The what? No, no. It's worse than the franchise. They call him like, oh, what's the name? Wall Street Wilson or some stupidness like that. Or it was some other stuff. It's all dumb stuff. They always compared it to New York, whatever. But if if Zach Wilson was an anime character, I have to call him Kakashi the Copy Ninja. Because he basically because the thing is that he, they literally said that he literally looks at a, a whole lot of films and try to see if he can do the same exact thing as these other quarterbacks. But I want to see if these things translate to the NFL. Oh, so I do see as, what he's talking about. Being as the Jets playing Jersey, I think they should call him Piscataway Zach. <laughs> That's what I'll be referring to him for the rest of the season in this podcast. Piscataway Zach. Uh, I think he might change the tune if he started, you know, lighting it up. We got Justin Fields, man. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't even need to be on any other quarterback. That's, that's all my focus. The Bears but you know Justin Fields is not playing this year. I don't care. I'm still going to have that jersey. I don't care. <laughs> it's out right now on NFLShop.com. If Justin Fields is wearing a Justin Fields jersey cheering on Andy Dalton to win – nine games and get us to the playoffs so Zach so Justin Fields can take over. If Justin Mark Fields does not if Justin Fields does not play this year, I think you should be a little worried. Because wow. that means that he that means that he did not show enough to the team that he was better, a better option to win now than Andy Dalton and uh and and, and Nick Foles. And I and I because I, I honestly I honestly believe that if, Zach, if, if Dak Prescott could have played on one foot, the Cowboys would have taken him over Andy Dalton. <laughs> the Cowboys would have been like, you know what? Roll him out yeah, there and let him he play. He doesn't actually have to be better. He just has to be the option where they just like, you know what? We can roll with him. Who, Dalton? No, no. What's in Fields? Like, at some point in time, Justin Fields needs to take over this job. Even if the Bears are good. Like, even if the Bears are good, yeah. there is no reason that Justin Fields – once he's once he's once he's understood once he's gotten the offensive concepts understood how things are going and he's you know he, there's no reason that he should not be showing better better ability better skill set than Andy Dalton 
by midseason. Well, the real problem is, is that this is the same situation Andy Dalton had in Cincinnati. A good wide receiver, check. A good running back, check. Um, an okay offensive line, check. And a great defense. He took that to 10, 11, nine wins, four straight playoff appearances in a row, or five straight playoff appearances in a row in Cincinnati. Two was there for yep. nine years, won a bunch of games. Yeah. This is kind of what he's like used to. As long as he stays healthy, I mean. And he had all those things this, last year in Dallas. Yeah, but he wasn't. He had, he, had, he, had, he, had, he had Amari Cooper. Yeah, I know. But he, he had, Dallas, But I hear you. Yeah. So. He, had a lot, he had a lot of good players in Dallas last year. He's still Andy Dalton. There's no reason. <laughs> There's no reason. Dallas should have been a playoff team. They should call him GED, just good enough. That's what yeah. he is. He's Andy GED Dalton. He's just good enough to get you there. You're not really going to graduate, but you might go to college. You might, <laughs> you might go to college. You're not going to graduate, but you might get there. So, yeah, I, that's what I say. I, I, I'm, you know, obviously, as a Lions fan, I don't, I don't really root for the Bears to do well. But no, nice. if, if Justin Fields, if Justin Fields does not overtake – Andy Dalton this year, I would unless Andy Dalton unless Andy Dalton comes out and you guys are thirteen and three and he comes out and he has like he's comeback player of the year or whatever and he and he just he just lights it up. Sure, I get it, but if 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 all things all all things being relative, if 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 the if the team is you know if the team is where they were, yeah, Justin Fields should be your option. At, by the end of the season, I think they can win ten games. Ten games with Andy Dalton, and that's kind of the problem. <laughs> I don't Fields should play as long as he can. Honestly, you, do, 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 if, if you if you think they can win ten games with Andy Dalton, do you think they can win ten games with Justin Fields? No, I don't think any rookie is really that good. I'm not sold on any rookie quarterback. I'm sold on the future. It's like look at every rookie quarterback. Like look at like. The fact you don't even think Trevor Lawrence. So you, so you don't no. think. So you don't think. You don't think. If Trevor Lawrence you don't think with the same games, I'll be shocked. Yeah, but well, because Jacksonville's Jacksonville. But you don't think with the same, with the same level of talent that he has around him, Justin Fields can do better than what Andy Dalton can do with this offense, with this team. Not out you, gate, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Experience matters, like the speed of the game and like just playing against that. And yeah, it's just Justin Fields is going to be started by week amazing. four. In my opinion, Justin Fields is going to be started by week four or whatever the um, if he comes what's in, the name, whatever the after the bye week is. If he comes yeah. in and starts week six to the end of the season and they win ten games or they win, you know, they win two, they're two and two, and then they go to him, and then they win eight more games for the rest of the season, I I'll be seriously impressed. I'll be like, oh shit, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. I'll be like, if you the crazy Bears fans on Twitter, like, we're going to the Super Bowl. If you told me, <laughs> if you told me that the Packers, that Aaron Rodgers was not going to play for the Packers, mm-hmm. and that and that Andy Dalton is going to play seventeen games of football for the Chicago Bears, the Lions are winning. The- I, the Lions are winning the division. Because <laughs> okay. we don't even gonna care about what the what, what the Vikings think. I, I don't. I don't care about the Vikings. The, the Vikings, the Vikings are- still play, and they still got a sick running back. So they do, and that's that's and that's, that's all they have. And and he's he'll yeah. we'll, we'll find a way to take him out. The Lions are going to win, and we're going to go. We're going to go six and eleven, and we're going to win this. We're going to win the division <laughs> in the seventeen game season. We're going to go six and eleven, and we're going to win the division. This is this is. Hey, if it can happen in the NFC East, uh, yeah, shoot. That's beautiful. All right, we're going to move on to the NBA games. We got ten minutes. <laughs>
Jared Goff's Super Bowl, Super Bowl quarterback, baby. <laughs> I keep telling y'all, you just need a just good enough QB. If Goff can get in there, like Matt Stafford, how salty will you be if the, if the Rams win the Super Bowl? Not at all. Really? I'm, I'm a huge Matt Stafford fan. And I've been, okay. saying for, I've been saying for years that I thought Matt Stafford was not gifted the right front office to develop the team around him. Mm-hmm. And the few times where the team <clears throat> during his tenure here in Detroit, the few times when the team did show some level of momentum, mm-hmm. the ownership undercut them by not spending money on prime talent to keep prime talent in the building. Right. And Dominican Sue just won a Super Bowl, you know, and he's a guy that and he's 33 years old. Right, but he's he's a guy that the Lions drafted him though. He's, he's a guy that the Lions drafted. The Lions had all the rights to. The Lions could have re-signed him, and because they didn't want to pay an extra like eleven million dollars in salary, he left, went to Miami, and the number two defense in the NFL. The last year that 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 Indomitian Sue is on Detroit. Detroit yes. is the number two defense in the NFL. The entire NFL had just lost in the playoffs to Dallas that year. Okay, <clears throat> in Dallas. He leaves the number. He's the number two defense in the NFL, and he's the leader of it. You don't want to sign him to an extension. He leaves, goes to Miami. The next year, you're like 23rd. So, 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 what do you want Matt Stafford to do? Matt Stafford's going to throw his arm out like that. Yeah. The, it's, it's kind of messed up too because this is the Ford family. Come on now, you guys got money up behind money. Yeah, well, they got yeah, it. yeah, they got it. But yeah. that's not. That's why I tell. Well, when I'm starting to money. If you're running an NFL team, it's like you're an NFL owner. It's not actually about winning the Super Bowl because if it was, you would just pay people who are actually good when you're supposed to pay them. Right. The NFL is the only sport that I know of where they actively try to avoid paying people who are good at their jobs. Right. They actually try to try to make a deal. Yeah. Get 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 a deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Take a little less. Mm -hmm. Like it's the only sport that I know that does that. In soccer, they're like you might help us win three games or maybe 90 minutes of the game or 45 minutes of the game. Here's 45 million pounds. Like, how does that work? Wait, what? We're going to pay you 50 million euros, but you're only going to play 17 out of our 38-game season. Yeah. The mental thing is that the NFL owners look at it as an investment portfolio. That's the reason. Yeah. I, I look at but it as wins only- and losses, and I want more wins. Moving but not on. for nothing. I root, I root, I root, I root for okay. – I'm rooting for the Rams and Matt Stafford to come out – I, I, somebody got to beat the Bucks, please, please. Oh. Let's do it. Yeah, let's no do it, Matt. I mean, I like Tom, I like no, Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck Tom Brady. So. No more Drew Brees. Drew Brees is not around anymore. So I know that this, I know that my Saints are going to go through go through some kind of a you know, Jameis Winston. I just I just need him to just not just don't mess this up, please. You got you a twenty twenty eyesight thing. So you can see what happened. Just, just don't, don't mess up. Just don't mess up, man. Just, just, just don't take the Saints back down to where where they were in, in the nineties. Jameson should be better yeah. because he got this eyesight thing before. I don't, I don't care. Laser eye thing. Jameis had good eyesight when he was a rookie. He was still throwing interceptions all over the place. <laughs> he said it was the eyes, the laser surgery he needed. Whatever. <laughs> we got ten games, seven p.m. game. Sixers at home hosting the Pelicans. Spreads eight and a half. I'm taking the Sixers to win this one. Come on, man. Where's my Knicks? Knicks are playing the uh, 10 p.m. game. Not oh. on uh, ESPN, though. Okay, we talked about them last. My fault. Let's stick to the let's stick to the program. I'm I'm taking the Sixers as well. They, they're definitely gonna win this. All right, Leek. It's eight and a half. I I really want to take the Pelicans, 
Um, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I have to roll with the Sixers on this one. <laughs> Go ahead. The Sixers are at home, and the Pelicans. The only thing I'll say for the Pelicans is is Lonzo. Have you guys seen Lonzo Ball recently? Lonzo Ball is playing like he wants a contract from the I Pelicans. The last two games, yeah, he wants he wants to get paid. He wants to stay. He he wants to stay there. I, I he wants to stay there. I think he wants to stay there because I I I would be if, if I was Lonzo, I'd be stinking in New Orleans if I didn't want to stay there. But he's he's playing his he's playing his tail off. So um, that's the only thing I can give. But yeah, take give me the Sixers. All right. Next up, we got the Celtics hosting the Chicago Bulls, who are actively trying to make the playoffs, but still not winning any games. The Celtics are in there, and they are at home. They're only giving three to the Bulls, unless Kemba Walker's not playing. And even if he isn't, I'm still taking the Celtics. This is the ESPN game: Celtics Bulls. I'm gonna take the C's to win. This one of my locks of the week. The Bulls can try all they want to try to get in. The Celtics is definitely going to get this. I'm taking the Celtics too. I'm sorry to actually agree with you this week. You know, it's supposed to be reversed. We talked about this before. But I'm going with the Celtics. I can't go against that. I'm going to wind up losing. All right, Malik. Yeah, I hate the C's, but you really can't. You really can't pick the Bulls right now. They're not. They're not. They're not playing well. And at some point in time, I think we have to look back and say that the Nikola Vucevic trade, at least this year, was the worst trade of the season. I don't know, man. Like, you're trying to win games. You trade for a guy who's an all-star. It made sense to me. Wendell Carter was never right. really healthy. He couldn't compete. So, like, why not do it? Right. And it didn't work. Right. And that's the whole point. Like, it didn't work. You were in the you were in the playoffs. You were in the top ten you when you traded for the guy. <laughs> you have now fallen out of the top ten. And, 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 and that's the other thing. Um, <clears throat> obviously, they made the trade. You know, there was, all the talk was that, that the Bulls made this trade to – show to their young stars, Zach Levine, that they were committed to winning, to, to winning, right? And this is the reason why they made the trade. So if you don't make the playoffs and Zach Levine, seeing that you didn't make the playoffs, decides to leave in free agency, oh, wow. that is the worst trade in the history of the NBA because you lost your star because yeah. you made the trade to make the playoffs. You didn't, be, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you know, get to that goal yeah. and the star player that you were hoping to keep walks so yeah <clears throat> let's see all right she'd be the keeper you got the heat and the timberwolves the heat are hosting the t-wolves only giving six points i don't understand why this is so low um a couple of players on the heat must be hurt i'm trying to figure out who i think they're missing their starting point guard still and kendrick nunn he might have twisted the ankle but the t-wolves are playing good enough, but I cannot see them covering. Although I like them at getting six points. I'm taking all the favorites here and their home favorites too, so but I'm taking the heat because I know they need to win every game. And this isn't a lock of the week, but I'm fairly confident that he's going to be able to take this one. Bam Adebayo will be able to hold down um, Cat. Although Anthony Edwards, that rookie is he's, he's going to win rookie of the year, hands down in my opinion. Good. Well, you know it's coming, so I'm, it's finally here. I'm picking the T-Wolves. I have to go against you sometime, Ace. Come on now. Definitely picking the T-Wolves on this one. This is going to be my lock on the week on this one as well. I just want to take it Anthony is uh, 33 and 35 on the season, and I'm 60 and 40 on the season. Oh, you like to rub that in there. Don't worry. I'm going to catch up. <laughs> yeah, Malik. Yeah, um... I, 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 don't, I don't really... I don't really have a reason why... I'm picking the T-Wolves here. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a reason to pick the T-Wolves. But I'm going to do it anyway. Roll uh -oh. with it. Here we go. Look, 
I'm 33 and 41 of the year. I'm, I'm having a horrible season at picking. And so this is one of those games where, you know, Cat, you know, where Carl Anthony Towns just, just does, some, does something phenomenal and, 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 and covers. Find a way to cover Minnesota, please. That's all you need to do cover. <clears throat> just lose by four? Is that what you're hoping for? Yeah. That's all. That's all. Yeah. You don't want to have to win. I hear you. I'm just trying to get money and give give our listeners money. The biggest spread of the night. We have the Bucks and the Rockets, which is a real decision. Because the Rockets are the worst this? team in the NBA. Actively the worst team in the NBA. Um, they shut down their only star, John Wall. That one kid did drop 55 points and won them that game against Yeah, Kevin uh, Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. Who did they beat? Like a real team. They beat Brooklyn or something? Um it was crazy. I want to say Milwaukee, actually. They beat Milwaukee. Oh. They beat the Bucks. This yeah, is the only team that has lost 50 games in a 72-game in a season. The Houston Rockets have lost 50 games. Okay? They've won 10% of their games. I'm sorry. They're 20, uh. They've won 24% of their games. I'm taking the Rockets. This is too many points. This is my lock of the week. I'm just going to take the Bucks on this one and call it a day. I'm not going that way. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm just taking the Bucks. <laughs> All right, you got it, Malik. So the Bucks have won four straight. They've covered three of their last four. Um, they're actually peaking at the right time towards the end of the season. Um, it, it's definitely is, and I just watched this Rockets team fold, fold like a cheap suit against Golden State and the Knicks over the last two. Over the last two. Uh, give me Milwaukee and I'll make this a lock. I'll take this. I'll give him this. I'll give the 16. Let's go. Let's roll with it. Let's roll. Let's roll with it. Let's <laughs> roll with it. Giannis, you got this. You got this. Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. starts going off. Pull his hair. The Bucks just beat the Wizards by a point. Well, the Wizards are a good team. Houston. I really enjoyed watching Yeah, the Wizards are not the Rockets. Or I should say, I should have enjoyed watching the highlights because unfortunately it wasn't on TNT. All right. Moving on, we got the Hornets hosting the Magic. Hornets got to win by nine. Um, I see no reason why they can't. The Magic are actively trash. Uh, they're the worst team. Actually, not even the worst team in the East. They're the third worst team in the East. Barely had the Cleveland and Detroit. So I'm going to be taking the Hornets, who have just gotten uh, LaMelo back. So I'm taking the Hornets to win. I mean, um, I kind of say this every week. I don't pick the magical team. So, you know, I'm going with the Hornets on this one and keep on going. I think my, my picks have been going very well when I do that. So going with the Hornets and that would be my next lock of the week. All right. Actually, I got to look into that to see if I'm actually correct on that. Yeah, you, you haven't picked them once all season. Out of like 12 weeks of us, or 14 weeks of us doing this. I haven't picked them once, right? Not once. Yeah, I don't pick magical teams. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Malik. Um, <clears throat> give me – I'm sorry. Uh, I will take the Hornets as well, um, and I'll give the nine here. I will say the only thing for the Magic, um, it's interesting. Cole Anthony is playing really well right now. Um, kind of wish – the Knicks would have been able to make 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 a move to get him, although that would have probably meant that we didn't sign, we didn't trade for Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose has been really really good. Um, 
for the team. So I will say that the other thing I will say is go ahead and I, I think take, take the over here. Um, yeah. Orlando has covered the over in, I want it in look, I'm looking at it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 of their last 13. They have covered the over. Uh, and the over under here is 216. Yeah. Yeah. 216 and a half. So it's smart money. Take the, take the over on this one. Uh, but take the Hornets. Cause I, I think the Hornets will win the game, but um, take the Hornets and the over. All right. Next up, we got the Cavs and the Mavericks. The Mavericks are hosting the Cavs. The Cavs have only won 21 games. The Mavericks actually just beat the Nets tonight, 113-109 at home. So I really don't see why they wouldn't be able to beat the Cavs by 11 points. They'll probably blow them out. The Cavs are not playing a back-to-back, but the Mavs are. That's the only thing. They might be a little bit tired, but they're a much younger team. I'm just going to make I'm, – I'm taking the Mavs as you – I'm going to take the Mavs. It kind of pains me to take them, but I'm taking the Mavs, and I'm going to make this one of my locks of the week. The Cavs are that the Cavs are that bad. Yeah, I heard the Mavs won as well. I heard that uh, of quite uh, the podcast's friend Christy wasn't playing, Mr. Kneecaps. <laughs> he wasn't playing tonight. So I don't know if he's going to be playing till, uh, tomorrow night, but, you know, so it's, it's kind of worrying me because, you know, when he plays, you know, they, you know, they might actually win. Yeah. But anyway, I want to go with – I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to stick with you on this one, Ace. I want to roll with that. I don't want to take them, but I'm gonna take the Mavs on this one. Well, I take that back. The Cavs and the Trailblazers played yesterday. All they played on Cinco de Mayo. Cavs lost 140. Is that right, correct? Cavs lost 141 to 105 at home to the Trailblazers. Yeah, and they're gonna lose tomorrow too. So, well, Friday for when it's hence played. My lock of the week. Go ahead and leave. So <clears throat> stop the presses and stop me if you've heard this one before. Kristaps Porzingis is doubtful with knee soreness. Oh, my God. This is news. This is news. He hurt his knee. Kneecaps is not going to play this game. And, and, and the Mavericks are better for it. Mark my words here. People, hear, people that are hearing me, Kneecaps Porzingis will not be a Dallas Maverick next year. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to get traded. I think he's gone. I have to get his bobblehead before he gets traded. I think he's gone. Is this your sources, your team sources? This is this is this is my this is my sources listening to his kneecaps, you know, crack as he walks, as as he walks around his hotel room. I can hear his I can hear his knees buckle as they go. Look, they're 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 investing a lot of money into him, and looking at looking at the way the way that they played last uh, this evening. I just watched I watched that that Mavericks Nets game, watching them play this evening, watching how fluid they were getting up and down um <clears throat> how you know honestly you know he if he can't be healthy if he can't play at a high level for them and be healthy they're paying him way too much money they're going to get off that contract they're going to find a way to get off that contract, contract. so yeah. i don't think he's going to be there next year um i'll take the mavericks to to win this game and cover uh, like you said, Ace, they just beat the Nets, who had a healthy Kyrie and a healthy KD out there, um, and they just beat the Nets, and, and, and they beat the Nets in pretty, pretty, you know, pretty solid fashion. Um, so I'll take the Mavericks to cover, but yeah, mark my words, I don't think I don't think Chris Dapperzingis is a, is a member of this team next year. All right, that had to be a horrible trade for them. I know they regret that. I am so happy that the Knicks won that trade. I just wish the Mavs would have lost more games this year because we get their first round pick. That would be so awesome. 
Yep. I know. If they just fall down to like the ninth spot or they move to the play in and don't make it into the playoffs, oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got the Jazz and the Nuggets. This is a good game to watch, although it's not going to be on ESPN. So I hope you have Fox Sports Utah or the Alt Network, whatever that is. Um, I'm taking the Nuggets here. The Jazz are hurt. The Nuggets are hurt. They're kind of limping into the playoffs, but the Nuggets are eight and two over the last ten games, and the Jazz are six and four. So just with the strength of the Nuggets getting three points, even though they're on the road, I'm taking the Nuggets. My final lock of the week. I'm just gonna go the opposite way, just because I'm gonna get, take the Jazz on this one. I like the, their team. They, I like the, how they're gonna be going in. Yeah, big Utah oh, Jazz I mean, fan you are. Yeah, yeah, big big Utah Jazz fan. You know. Since I'm over here close to the West Coast now. But um, how many locks of the weeks I have so far? You have two. Okay, no, so you only have one. You only have the Hornets. Okay, so this will be my next, my second lock of the week then. Beautiful. This is my – yeah, this is my fourth. I got the Celtics, Rockets, Mavs, and Nuggets. Go ahead, Malik. Give me the Nuggets. Lock them in. Um, unfortunately, Utah is going to be without Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell in this game. Um, and so it's not likely that they are going to – Win this game, and you know, watching watching uh, what Denver did to did to the Knicks, you know, last night, and the way the way that Jokic just freaking dominated the entire the entire game. I don't I don't really see how uh, the Jazz without their their two gunners in the backcourt so uh, can hang with them. Um, yeah, probably Jordan Clarkson. They'll probably have Jordan Clarkson be a starter, which and that's the other oh, and Jesus. and Joe Ingles, yeah, and that's and that's and that's the other thing is like. Those two guys, like Joe Ingles is probably going to be the sixth man of the year this year. Um, mm. And those two guys are so much more effective as part of the second unit than they are as part of the first unit. Yeah. And so you're, so it's, it's, it's addition by subtraction. Like they're going to take away from that second unit's effectiveness as well. And that's one of the reasons, that's one of the ways that the jazz wins games is they have so much depth and they are, they are good on both sides. So, you know, unfortunate, but, Give me the nuggets here. Uh, Wait, well, that new to, information to, like, that I have. Barton and uh, Will Barton and Monty Morris won't be playing for the uh, Nuggets, FYI. Yeah, but they haven't been there for a while. So yeah, it's not like this, these are not new injuries. Yeah. I like to change my pick. I'm going to go with the Nuggets on this one. <laughs> and I'm taking, away the, I'm taking away the lock of the week as well. You're not just going to go against me for no reason. No, no, no. I ain't that dumb. <laughs> I'm trying to help our I'm trying to help our listeners out. I'm gonna go with the Nuggets as well. I'm taking away the lock of the week though. I'm going with the Nuggets. All right. Next up, we got the first 10 p.m. game and the second ESPN game. We got the Blazers and the Lakers battling it out for whoever doesn't have to go to the playing round. Yeah. We still got that half game on the win, so whoever wins this one is going to take it. The Blazers are at home and they're giving five points to the Lakers. I'm going to take the Lakers getting those five points. What do you got, Ant? Mm. Le- LeBron's playing, right? Nope. I believe he is no. not. No, he's not out. They, they said he was going to miss the next, the next two games. That was the, the game that they just lost to the Clippers tonight and this game against the Blazers on Friday. And I do want to see LeBron in the play-in, so I'm going to go <laughs> with the Blazers on this one and make this my lock of the week. The Lakers did beat the Nuggets without uh, LeBron, though. Yeah, but – Blazers might actually can maybe pull it out. Okay. Um, 
I'll take the Lakers just for the cover here. Uh, the Lakers did just lose to to the Clippers. I just mentioned that they just lost. They just the game just yes. ended a few minutes ago. They just lost to the Clippers. Um, LeBron James is going to be out. Davis will be playing. Kuzma's going to be playing, um, but James and Schroeder will be out. Um, so I don't I don't imagine that the Lakers will win, but I do think that they can do enough to cover in a back to back. If Davis plays, so that's the thing. It's like if Davis if if Davis plays, if Davis plays, I'm taking the Lakers. If he doesn't play, I would bet the yeah bet heavy on the Blazers. If Davis plays, then take the Lakers to cover. If he doesn't play, yeah, play the Blazers all the way through. Because it's also the possibility that they sit Davis because it's a back to back. And Marcus so. Saul is basically just lucky to be on the team still, huh? Yeah, he's just happy to have a job. Ben McElroy is <laughs> playing great for them. That is Don't you wish you had that type of job that you just sit there, just come to come to work, just to sit on the bench, pre game and stuff like that. Just That's been one of the worst free agent signings of all season. That they really thought he was going to work out. He could replace Dwight Howard. I'm like, how? You had an athletic big man. Now you have an unathletic big man who can shoot, but he can't even hit his threes no more. So. No, none, none of this would have mattered. None of this would have mattered if if LeBron James was healthy. That's true. They'd that's that's what they thought. Their third spot, yeah, because they were humming along with them. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, Anthony's new hometown, San Antonio Spurs, going to the Sacramento Kings. The Kings are getting four points at home. I think they're going to need all four of those points, which is why I'm going to take the San Antonio Spurs. I don't care who the Kings put on that floor. They're not going to win. I know they have a better center than the Spurs, but they're still going to end up losing. Spurs for the play-in. I'm going with the Spurs on this one. They're definitely going with the hometown team. Yeah, Malik. Uh, it's an interesting one here. Because um, I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised that neither one of you selected the Kings. The Kings are – the Kings, I, I just – The last four games. The Spurs have lost their last four games, I know. The Kings are. I think the Kings are interesting to see. I'm going to take the Kings here because I think the Kings is a very interesting team that, you know, is is peaking playing. The Spurs, so. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing pretty well. This has this game has playoff implement, implica- implications associated with it. Yeah, yeah, implications associated with it. And um, yeah, I mean, like they're 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 playing at a, at a high level. Tyrese Halliburton is 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 cooking. He's he's doing his thing. Um, De'Aaron Fox is playing well. Like they're they're a good team. You know they're actually playing like a good team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but actually, I'm seeing now that De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton are, are, are and Harrison Barnes are all out of this game. They're all scheduled to be out of this game. So, so hurt for the Spurs. Whoops. They're only giving four. Po- oh, they're giving four the, points on the road. So that makes sense. The Spurs are only going to be without Derek White and Trey Lyles. So with that said, Trey yeah. With that, <laughs> that said. Yeah, but that's it. Give me, give me the Spurs. Then I, I was, I was looking at them, believing that at the very least one of their two point guards would be, would be, uh, would be available. And Halliburton looks like Halliburton is actually going to miss the rest of the season. Um, so oh, this yeah. would be my third lock of the week too. I forgot to add that. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is in the health and safety protocol, so that that's uh, he's he's just out until he can clear the protocols. So uh, too much partying for him. He got that vaccine. He was like, I'm out. I'm out here. I don't know, man. Give it the two weeks, man. Give it the two weeks. All right. So Malik and Ant. So we're all going with the Spurs. All right. And the final game, we have the Suns hosting 
are New York Knickerbockers. They already came to New York and put the beat them down on the Knicks. Actually, that was a very close game. Chris Paul took over at the end, and I can't imagine he wouldn't take over at the end here because it looks like Phoenix needs all of these wins. Now, I don't really know if it's better for Phoenix to be in the second spot or the third spot because either way, they're either playing the Lakers or the Portland Trailblazers in the first round. Both teams they don't really match up great with, especially because the Lakers are going to be trying to get healthy for the playoffs. Um, the Phoenix Suns are trying to give Chris Paul a little bit more rest before they get there, and this might be a game that they're willing to let go, but it's not like they're trying to actually lose. And the Knicks are trying to get to 40 wins. I'm going to take – I would say this. The Knicks are probably going to hit the over in this one. It's 218.5. Um, they've hit the over in the last couple of games. And with the Knicks and the Suns, I'm going to take the Knicks on the road. I believe the Suns are coming off of a back-to-back, right? The Suns played – tonight and they're letting them know the Suns didn't play the night neither are the Knicks I take that back both of these teams are rested and I'm still taking the Knicks getting six points on the road the Knicks play the Nuggets the Suns yeah the Suns got beat down by the Hawks on Wednesday so they flew back from Atlanta maybe they were doing too much partying out there I'm gonna take the Knicks to win this one actually I'm gonna take the Knicks to cover they'll probably lose on lose a close one by four or five give me the Knicks yeah, man. My first Sony player, did you did you play it at all? Done. <laughs> I love the spirit. <laughs> Taking the Knicks, and that's my lock of the final lock of the week. That's Done. Come with a Kanish and a. And a <laughs> Dog with some and a, and a pretzel with some mustard. <laughs> All right. His final lock of the week, folks, will be the New York Knickerbockers. Malik. Yeah, I hate I hate to do this, but I'm going to go the other way. Um, for from my from a betting standpoint, solely. Um, Emmanuel quickly is likely doubtful. He's got an ankle injury, so it's not likely he's going to be playing for the Knicks. Okay. And also Alec Burks looks like he's going to be out as well. That just means more time for... Um, <clears throat> the, the... Yeah, I mean, I when the Knicks were going on this six-game road swing, I predicted they would have they would go three and three. Um, they're right now sitting at two and one. I did not have them winning this game against Phoenix. I think the spread being at six points, the Knicks lost by eight uh, in the last in the last meeting against these against these Suns. I think the spread being at six points is the only reason why I'm picking Phoenix. Um, I think Phoenix will win the game, and so maybe they pull it out by eight to ten, eight to ten again, um, and 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 finish finish the game off. So again, I had them I had the Knicks going three and three in this road swing, and I had them winning the two games that they did win uh, against Houston and Memphis and getting one of those games against the LA teams, the Clippers or the Lakers. Um, and so I'm still trending towards that. So because of that, I'm going to have to pick Phoenix to cover the six. Uh, and I'll put this in as my third lock of the week since I didn't have locks. I only have two so far. So I'll put this in as my third lock. Give me Phoenix. And I do think that the over hits as well, Ace. Uh, I think you're right there. I think somewhere, somewhere along the lines of the, the last, and matter of fact, the last, the score of the last game between these two was 118 to 110. So that's yeah. exactly 218 on the nose. So I would not be surprised if they hit the same thing, something similar to that um, in, yeah. the, in, in, in the follow-up. So, yeah. I want to say two things. The, as a team, Phoenix is shooting under 40%, and the Knicks have been red hot from three. 
Um, also, Phoenix is fourth in the league in turnovers. So for a defensive team like the Knicks, I think that's what's really going to help keep it close. And I think that's what's going to be able to get them to be able to get this cover. But I get your point, Malik. I do. And without quickly off the bench, it's a spark they don't have. And Burks has been very big for them. Yep. So I, I completely understand. So if you have Fox Sports Arizona or MSG, as I'm using my MSG Go app, and also the um, well, the league pass that I've uh, borrowed from a friend of mine. Yeah, I'll be uh, doing that. And this is it. So, Ant, you want to get us started with the shout-outs for this week? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to Sam Donald. Definitely going to miss him on there. He used to be the Sam Chise, whatever they used to call him in, in um, New York. And now he got his um, wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, back. He actually has a definitely a good running back. He definitely has the coach that the Jets should have hired before instead of Mr. Crazy Eyes and Matt Rule. So hopefully, you know, he'll show, he'll show up because this is his last time. And he actually, unlike those other quarterbacks that failed, um, like Josh Rosen and stuff like that, he actually has a second chance on the new team. I'd like to give a shout-out to him. I'd also like to give a shout-out to um, Mac Jones. Let's see, you're going to live up to the hype of the next Brady because, you know, that's what they're going to keep pegging you on and see what happens on this one. Yeah, no My last shout-out is going to be to um, – what was it? What's his name? Nah, I'm not going to even say it. I'm going to even just save it for next week. But anyway, that's my shout-outs for, for this week. All right. I'm going to go next and shout-out to the New York Rangers for throwing down – as the puck hit the ice. Is that <laughs> highlight? Are y'all just getting it, getting at the cap? Yes, that was awesome. Because that dude did not get suspended. I get it. It's hockey justice. Y'all just had to do it. You had to do it. They had to catch it off top. Off top. I'm glad they still kept that in, in hockey. That was hilarious to me. I was like, this ain't even about the game. They just it just was like, we're just gonna go at it. I don't even know if the Rangers is in the playoffs, but I know that they fought last night. I know that. I saw that highlight. <laughs> Um, show shout outs to them for doing that. Um, shout out to my Knicks for solidly being in fourth place and actually giving me some hope to make it to the playoffs and having me looking forward to these Eastern Conference Finals. And as usual, shout out to Roy Wood Jr., who on his new podcast, um, talking about everybody's first jobs, some of the funniest stuff that I've heard all week, helping me just laugh on my way to work. I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing and keep doing that stuff on The Daily Show. Shout outs to you, Malik. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go through all three sports here. I'm going to start by shouting out. Shout out to the Bears for finally drafting the black quarterback in the first round. Yeah, that's In our future. That's big. Go Justin Fields. That's big. Uh, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with all three major sports. First, first and foremost, shout out to Yankees fans for giving Jose Altuve the business on the booze. <laughs> this was the first. This so I mean this was big because this was the first time that the Yankees were playing the Astros since all of the you know since all of the the, 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 the cheating and all of that stuff happened because you know the with the with the shortened season last year the Yankees the the two divisions never played each other and the Astros and Yankees did not get the chance to see each other in the in the playoffs so this was the first time that Houston was was coming back. And they and it was a limited fan limited fan base. This is why I said like New York fans, I love y'all because I wasn't out there to do it, but y'all booed the hell out of this out, out of Houston and made and and like it was so bad that the next day people on Sports Center was like, man, that was actually kind of harsh. 
and that was with that was with limited fans. Can you imagine what's going to happen when in the fall when when New York mm-hmm. when New York reopens and if, if Houston has 100%. to come back there? Oh, it's going to be on. it's going to be on. I can't wait. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to uh, I'm going to take it to football. Shout out to Panay Sewell and the Detroit Lions. Shout out to the Detroit Lions for sticking to their board, going with the big guy, going with Panay Sewell. And Panay, show us how to do a Samoan chant dance. Let's show us how to do the haka on the field. Let's do it. Let's do the haka. I'm rocking. I'm rocking the hat. I'm, I'm. I'm loving the bling that you had in your in your in your open your introductory um, meeting and interview with the team. Um, loving the energy. Loving the energy of the team, the organization. Um, I was a little skeptical on the Dan Campbell hire, but so far he's winning me over just with his energy and with the way that he's treating the players and the players seem to really, really love him and be behind him 100%. I'm not saying that the team is going to be great, but I think at the very least, the energy and the, the, the direction of this team is actually, you know, going the right way and, and building on the lines, offensive and defensive lines, while still addressing the two positions of need uh being linebacker and wide receiver and then running back at the end um you know is definitely a, a step in the right direction shout outs to carry on johnson who unfortunately was just released by the lions but um you know i hope you know my, my hope is that you know you spring back you get yourself into an into an opportunity because i think he's a really talented player just had had injury issues had injury issues coming out of coming out of auburn um and it just never, never panned out for him here in the here in Detroit. Um, but so shout out to him. Hopefully, you know everything works out. I follow him on Twitter. He's a pretty cool. He's a pretty cool kid. Uh, last but not least, shout out to uh, we, we, everybody. Everybody gets on LeBron James's hair and his hairline and What's all of that stuff. Line? Like they get, on, they, they, they get on. They get on. They get on LeBron James's hairline. But shout out to Kevin Durant for keeping that, keeping that, that, that patch in the back. Okay, shout out to <laughs> Kevin Durant for holding on as much as he has, because as much as for as much money as these guys make, um, having a fresh cut used to be important, and it's clearly not important to these guys. It's clearly not important to Kevin Durant. All that money you make and having a fresh cut, like I, I. We used to we laughed when uh, was it Carlos Boozer put that spray that spray tan oh in his head. <laughs> we laughed we laughed our asses off when that happened. But nobody's uh, I, but they got enough money to go ahead and do it. If that's what you want to do, you got pride. Go ahead and do it. Kevin Durant cares about none of that stuff. He is he is aging. He's aging gracefully, and he has a sunroof. He has a sunroof on the top of his head, and he does not care. Um, <laughs> he does not care one bit. Uh, you know, maybe he just likes the light, the light on his balding head. It's perfectly fine. So shout out to KD for, uh, you know, for not, for not trying too hard and just, just, just let it, just let it, let it, let it go. Just let it die. It's perfectly fine, man. Brooklyn hipster. Just keep growing out that goatee, baby. Just keep, just keep everything, keep, keep the focus on, keep the focus on your face. Keep the focus on your face. Don't worry about it. Just on some bad hats. You'll be all right. He's also good. he's also too tall. Nobody can see the top of his head. It's only during the games, right? That's you know what? You, if you're standing next to him, you can't see the top of his head anyway because he's taller than you. So, Who knows? yeah, we don't exactly, know. exactly. So, shout out to them, man. But uh, yeah, Kyrie, give 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 him a patch of your hair. Kyrie's got like this whole this whole you know afro going on. Got the perfect just, hairline. Just just Kyrie, just hand hand all hand some of that over to Kevin Durant. He's clearly stressed. Okay. That's a, that's 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 a stress hair thing. That's a stress. I, I know what that looks like. <laughs> I know what that feels like. That stress 
Kyrie, you're clearly not stressed. You keep growing hair at, a, at an alarming rate. You're clearly not stressed. Your life is good. Flat Earth, this, the, your flat Earth theories are, are you know, are keeping you keeping you whole, my friend. So, you know, throw the man a bone. Give him, give him some hair. Let him patch that up. He's got some more vacation time you got to use. So that's why he's, you know. He's that's right. That's right. The he's anytime, anytime he gets stressed, he just takes a day off. Yeah, so that's how he living. So. All right, that's it. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Sports Gods Picks. Following us on Podbean, Podcast Addict. We are now approved on Spotify, so you can find us there. And Google Podcast for your podcasting and sports betting needs. Peace. Peace, Peace. out.